We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date. Detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply. Hey, it's Sparky, 5 for 55 past the hour. Time for another Milwaukee Sports timeout. We talk with Tim Dillard of Valley Sports, Wisconsin, Milwaukee Brewers analyst from the Wendy's Studios. Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger is seriously a game changer when it comes to burgers. It's got fresh poblano queso, crunchy tortilla strips, and even a jalapeno cheddar bun. Look, you owe it to yourself to try the new loaded nacho cheeseburger at Wendy's. I'm not saying your future depends on it, but I am saying it'd be a lot better if you choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new loaded nacho cheeseburger should also choose to download brewers unfiltered with adam mckelvey sophia minard and our guy here tim dillard on your odyssey app or over there at brewers.com tim let's talk about it being the month of september brewers manager craig council so often people say ah wins mean the same in april as they do in september but for a manager for craig council do you feel like he manages differently in september than say he does in the beginning of the year well, if you go back to 2021, I think he, and we talked about this a little bit on the podcast of just how he was trying to give guys rest and yep. he rested everybody down the stretch and it didn't benefit the player, I don't think. And maybe some players were boisterous about that. But watching what happened just in the game, the first game against the Pirates, um, after Burns, 94 pitches, he'd given up four runs in five innings. Burns goes back out for the sixth, ends up throwing over 100 pitches for the ninth time this season. That right there is a great sign. It's a great sign that if I'm a pitcher and I feel good, I don't want to sit there. Don't back me off. You know, I don't care if it's down the stretch or not. Like, don't back me off. If anything, slam the gas pedal. Like, let's go. Let's let's test it. Um, because you don't get this far in a game. You don't, as a pitcher, you don't throw this many innings without getting better. You just don't. You know, if you're not, if you, you don't throw 170 innings of garbage innings, right? Somewhere along the way, they <laughs> they make a change. Uh, so these guys that have 140, 150, 170 innings, they're doing their job, and it's compound interest. They're getting better. So why, you know, why try to pull the reins at all? Like let let them be free. And um, so far, so good. What I've seen, what he's done with Freddie, what he's done with uh, Corbin and and, and uh, Woodruff, all the same. He's he's kind of saying, hey, you guys go out there and pitch. And I think it's a little bit of a contrast in what we've seen in 2021. Talking with Valley Sports Analyst Tim Dillard here on 1250 AM The Fan. Each week we talk to him. It's brought to you by Fourth Base Restaurant, Steakhouse, and Seafood Restaurant. Check them out online at thefourthbase.com. And of course, remember it from being the iconic movie in the bar, Major League. Uh, let's talk about arm care, Tim Dillard, and how pitchers maybe change that aspect of their game from beginning of the year to end of the year. 
from a pitching standpoint, do you do anything different as far as arm care goes in between pitching later in the year than maybe you do earlier in the year? Uh, probably not arm care. Like arm care is pretty, you know, some guys do manuals where the trainer actually, you know, goes through your, your shoulder routines or job exercises where you use dumbbells or pulleys. Everyone kind of has their own thing. There's med ball slams. There's a lot of stuff that you can do. And that's maintenance. That is maintenance. That is to help strengthen the muscles back that you've lost. Usually it's after a bullpen, depending on when you do your bullpen day. Uh, that stuff pretty much stays the same. Like maybe you drop the reps a little bit as the season goes on, depending on your innings. But uh, for the most part, the only thing you start cutting back is probably the weight room stuff, right? You don't want to do a whole bunch of weight room stuff. You're not doing the same amount of that uh, bench press or, you know, squats. You're not going to do the same amount of that in September as that you did in April. Uh, that's just, I mean, if you're trying to do that, you're just asking for, you know, to be even more tired <laughs> and set back. Because your body just doesn't recover like it does um, early in the year. When we talk about where the Brewers are now in September, and you're taking on a team like the Pirates, who have been playing well as of late, not taking anything away from them, but haven't had the best of years. Uh, and then you look at the Cubs, who are now two and a half back. Does it ever get to the point of... I don't want to say going into a series going, okay, well, we're playing this team and they're in last place or they're not very good and they need to get two out of three here to to maintain our lead in the division. Because you always hear from the players in the clubhouse, well, it's one game at a time. We're really not paying attention to anybody but ourselves. But as a fan, I kind of struggle with thinking that nobody's looking at a scoreboard during the course of a game. Uh, this is the time where they probably do that, Yeah. I, I would say that for the most part, everyone kind of knew the Cubs won before the game started yesterday in Pittsburgh, you know, and they probably knew at some point looking at the scoreboard. Maybe they're not looking at the Reds as much, <laughs> uh, but this is, it's okay to do that now. September is kind of that green light of, you know, if you're not prepared for the intensity of September and the, and the, and the challenges, like that's what the whole first five months are for is to get you ready for you know the final haul of the month so i don't know i I think you you definitely start looking unless you're the guy that's playing in the lineup he probably didn't have time but if you're a bullpen pitcher like i was that did as much as a bat boy like yeah you saw that stuff (laughs) (laughs) you know the other thing too that that i'm trying to wrap my head around a little bit is i I think it was wait was it way miley last week at some point I said something the Brewers got hot after that Dodgers series because they had a players-only meeting, and they kind of felt like they put too much pressure on themselves kind of going into that Dodgers series to kind of show themselves off to being legit or whatever the case may be. Uh, Then once they loosened up and started playing more free, uh, they were better. Are are, are there certain teams uh, that play better with pressure than other teams, and does that more or less come down to the manager uh, and, and the coaches, or does that come down to the leaders in the clubhouse of being able to handle that type of pressure as you go down the line here at the end of September? Um, I mean, there's some guys, there's different kinds of players. Everyone's different. and There's guys that have got a lot of experience in high-pressure moments. There's guys that have zero experience in high-pressure moments, and a lot of times you know how some guys are going to react. Maybe it doesn't mean they get it done, but they've been there, done that, and they're in the right headspace. And there's younger guys that are chomping at the bit to be the guy in the box. Um, I, I would say if I had to put my finger on, I would say someone like William Contreras. I just I want him to get the biggest hit of the Brewers' uh, season. I, I want him to do it. Whatever that looks like, whatever game it is, it could be tonight, it could be a week from now, it could be the last three games of the season, but – I feel like he is going to be the guy that comes up with such a big hit 
um, whether it's in the playoffs or not, it's going to become a bobblehead. It's going to be that moment that the whole season has hinged on, and I think he's the guy to do it. I think he's um, one of those guys. And it's, it, I think people are going to look for him. They're going to look for him to be the one that makes big uh, things happen, and other guys are going to want to follow suit. And they're not, you know, in addressing the Pirates, too, the Pirates are pretty good. Uh, they're, you know, they're on pace to win, I think, maybe like 76 games, um, probably a 14 or 15 different, uh, you know, more wins than they won last year. So, I mean, this is just for the here and now in this series. The Pirates, you know, they're pretty good. You know, the other thing, too, about this, when you have the young guys, the rookies that don't have that experience, is that actually kind of helpful because they don't know what they don't know? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Every every player is different. Um, you look at look at last night, uh, just in particular against the first game, the, the Pirates. Bryce Terang, he comes up, got a man on third base, one out, gets a pitch he can handle and hit to the outfield. Right, Bryce Terang's a rookie, but in that moment, he's doing exactly what a veteran would do: walk up to the plate, find something you can hit to the outfield. It's the second inning, and get the second run of the uh, the game in across the plate. Uh, so it really doesn't matter experience in that way. It's, it's how are you going to play? And um, you have guys, I mean, he plays like a, a veteran at times. Um, Contreras definitely does. You would think Contreras has 10 years in the show, the way he carries himself and the way he plays. So I don't know. It, it, every guy is going to be different, but I think everybody wants that experience. And you really can't shy away from it. Baseball will put you in any kind of situation. Uh, and, and if you're not prepared for it, it'll expose you, but at the same time give you experience in the process. If you had a concern right now about this Brewers team as we sit here in the beginning of September, uh, what would it be? For me, I think it would be clutch hitting in the offense, I guess, would be my concern if I had a concern. Um, I think just an overarch of – I feel like in 2021, again, I'm not playing. I'm just watching the team. Right. That's all I'm paid to do. <laughs> uh, but I, w- I just felt like they kind of wanted to get to the finish line. And the finish line was the last game of the year. Like, let's just get there, and then we'll figure it out. And even us as broadcasters will say stuff like that. They just got to get past that finish. And the good teams, the teams that go deep into playoffs, the World Series teams, that's not the finish line. The finish line is past that. So if your mindset as a team and your direction is, hey, we just got to get there, um, then that's then that's you know kind of what your mindset is. Your mindset is is what is going to kind of guide you in every moment. If your moment is, I want to play for the World Series, then what are you going to do? Then you're going to make that you're going to change you know have that single change into a double. You're going to get the guy in from third with less than two outs. You're going to do that. Uh, because your mindset is so further past just the end of the season um, that it, it's woven into every decision that you make on the field in a good way. And so hopefully that's what council's kind of bringing. Like, hey, let's not just a finish line, get to the end of the season. Like, let's just jump in the big Mack truck and just blow through you know that barricade and keep going. Uh, because it, it all starts with him in the front office. Do you think there's any type of distraction because of Council's contract situation being up at the end of this year? And Mark said that you know Council didn't want to talk about it the last time Mark was in town and that he's going to wait to the end of the year. Then you have the David Stearns to the Mets rumors have been floating around for a year now and people speculating that Council follows Stearns wherever he ends up. Uh, do you think it becomes a distraction at any point to this team? I don't think so. 
I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you, Sparky. I don't think anyone's brought it up to last week when you brought it up. <laughs> really? Good. <laughs> me. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a, really a topic of conversation. And um, and I'll just say this, just talking about players. Players are players. Are players. They're going to show up every day, and they're not happy when their buddy gets sent down or traded. Um, you know, they're not, they're not overwhelmed when, you know, there's a change in, you know, coaching staff or something like that. Like they can be disappointed, but then they have to push that aside to go play a ball game, you know, and it, you're, you're bummed about it. You look with the team last year and they lost Hater. Um, guys were bummed, but at the same time, they have a job to do. It didn't take away from their job. They kind of kept moving. So all the talk about, you know, if, if what council is going to do or not do, um, I, you know, they probably are concerned about it for two seconds and then they go about their day and, you know, make sure they're prepared to go out and win a ball game. Have you ever thought about coaching? Um, yeah, I think so. I could probably coach at some point. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's a commitment. It's the baseball life, um, without the benefit of getting to play on the field, right? <laughs> which is, which is fun. Uh, but you do get to be a part of everything. I would love it. Jim Henderson, when he took over, he's the bullpen coach now in the big leagues, but he took over AAA pitching coach. And the first day I saw him, he was laughing at me and saying, I took your job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then I see him in the bullpen in spring training, the year he got the bullpen job for the big leagues. I saw him, I think we were in Peoria, and I was in the stands. And I walk down to the bullpen to say hi to some of the guys, and he's laughing at me. And he's like, I took your job again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I think I could do it. I think I would love to coach at some point. I don't know how hard it is to come back at, you know, being a mediocre broadcaster and, uh, and then become a coach. But at the same time, if there's one thing that I've been given uh, as a gift when it comes to baseball is I just pay attention. I can't stand it. And I would say most of my family members hate it because I could recall a conversation. I can recall the order of events that happened and it's not always for a good thing, but when you pay attention, man, the baseball and the game and the players, they will tell you, it tells you everything that you need to know. A lot of stuff you can back that up with, you know, some of the analytical stuff, but I just pay attention. I always did when I was in the bullpen, if I'm in the dugout, if I'm in the clubhouse, um, it's not like a stalker vibe type attitude, but it's just uh, there, there's an edge everywhere if you're paying attention enough. One last one. How much do you buy into the advanced analytics and how much has come into the game? Because I know there's some probably some old school guys that still don't buy into it and probably are going to be out of the game because of it. And then you've got guys that are kind of in between, I th- I'd say probably councils kind of would be my guess, kind of half and half, and probably has bought more into the analytics than probably anybody thought he would. Um, but h- how much do you buy into that? Well, I, I honestly think it's more of like an off-season thing um, where you can, if you're trying to put a team together, you start looking at some of the numbers that can give you more success for your team during the season. Um, like that, that overarching thing is a big deal, but that's more off season or trade deadline thing. If you're talking about Mark Canna and right. Carlos Santana, like they went and picked up guys that are going to help them in certain ways, just getting on base and then, you know, not sacrificing the defense. And maybe it wasn't the biggest names that Brewers fans were hoping for. They were probably hoping for an Otani or whatever. <laughs> uh, but, but you're, there's different ways to measure that. And that's what the analytics does. As far as being in season, um, it, it's, it's not as deep as I think people want it to be. Some people want it to be. I think the analytic part of it, if they go to someone like Brandon Woodruff, they're going to say, hey, 
maybe it's your curveball or your slider. Like your slider to lefties is not as good as your curveball. You know, it's very simple stuff like that. And to, to convince a player, sometimes you have to show it to them. You have to show it and say, look at this. It's not just my opinion. It is we have the numbers to back it up. Um, and that's what convinces a player to maybe make a change, whether it's a hitter uh, laying off a pitch or swinging at a different pitch or it's pitchers in their arsenal. Um, sometimes there's because pitchers especially are stubborn and you're not going to and hitters as well, but you have an approach that you've had success. You are not going to change that for nobody. And if you're going to have to make a change, you know, coaches, in, they have to come with, with a more ammo than just my, their opinion. Sometimes, sometimes you trust a guy enough where if they say a sentence, you go, yep, that's right. Sometimes you're like, you know what? I don't know. And they can back it up with the numbers. Uh, so it's not as heavily driven, I think, as maybe some people think. Uh, but, yes, there's definitely big uses for it. What's on Brewers Unfiltered this week, Mr. Dillard? Oh, just everything I just said, man. I just That's all I did. Uh, we, we recorded it earlier today, uh, and, we, you know, this is the same stuff. No, we talk about September. We talk about September, what this means, um, who's doing well. If anything, the front office patting themselves on the back, picking up Contreras and then Cannon Santana at the deadline. Uh, and definitely talk Freddie Peralta. That's that's probably the biggest topic that I enjoyed uh, talking Freddie Peralta. Just you know, coming off Player of the Month in August, and the Brewers also having Player of the Month in July. And Corbin Burns, um, just just some big stuff. When you go across baseball and you start looking at some of these teams doing some big stuff, uh, I like to think that the Brewers they're they're quietly they're in it. You know, across baseball, they're 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 hanging with everybody, uh, and and now you have some of these accolades to to help bring that along. Next episode we do next week when we record, I want to talk about uh, the value of a good pitching coach and what Chris Hook brings. Because I remember when Derek Johnson left, I was so mad. I was livid. What are we doing? (laughs) Why in the world? Just give him what he wants and let's move on. And they didn't. Uh, And now, obviously, looking back, I look like a fool because Chris Hook has done amazing things here in Milwaukee. Tim, we'll talk to you next week. We'll do it again. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.